Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios. We have a special guest in the house from Illinois, well, from Indiana. Indiana. Which is close to Illinois. Right. We're <laughs> right in the Chicago area. And then area. Denmark's right next to that, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Denmark is just a smidge over. John Pajak, welcome to Atlanta. Thank you, Paul. It's wonderful to be here in Atlanta, Georgia. We have had a full day, my friend. And coming up, guys, I'm going to share with you why John Pajak is down here at the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios for a few days. It's been an excellent mm-hmm. first day, though, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. So coming up, we'll explain why Pajak made the big hike on down here, a flight on down here to the ATL. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to Jobber for sponsoring today's program. Jobber is the software that I use to organize and manage my business from quoting a project, Pajak, to getting paid. We just were talking off air of, of different scenarios where people are owed thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you have a good business management software like Jobber, you get your customer's cards on file, you can alleviate that pain. And uh, Jobber software brings everything together to make projects easy to manage and customers' experiences seamless, giving you more time back in your day and helping you get paid faster. Amen. If you're looking to stay organized and scale your business, head on over to getjobber.com forward slash Paul, or that link is in today's show notes. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, years ago, Payjack, as the Green History podcast started growing, people started asking me the same questions. DM after DM, phone call after phone call, message after message, going places. It, it was the same type stuff. And so I made a couple e-trainings and put them on the, the internet trying to kind of give a you know overview of, of what you need to know in this industry. But for literally years... I just haven't had the time. I was like, I really want to do just a comprehensive A to Z of what it takes to run a successful lawn care business. And I know that you're one of my coaches. Uh, Back in the day, you actually helped me uh, get my business going. And so I asked you if you would help me on this project. And when we say it's been months in the making. Yeah. (laughs) It's been months and months and months in the making. What's been really cool is there's been a tremble in both of us because we're like, what if we had when we started an actual blueprint. Like how, how much money would that have saved us and earned us? How much time would that have bought us back? How much stress would that have um, protected us from? And so uh, we brought our experiences together from you running your business and, and all the consulting you do. And uh, you know, me running my business, the podcast of how many hundreds of conversations I've had with folks and uh, just everything that we've learned collectively over decades now um, and we put it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, so the technical guide to operating a successful lawn care business is this pet project of ours. And we're putting it out there now. It's we're working on it. And by the time you hear this 
podcast. It's, it's live. It's live. You could go pick it up. And like we said before, it is definitely something for the new guys and for anybody that's in business for a while, might be spinning their wheels, don't have that traction that they need, need a little nudge to get out of that mud hole. And all of a sudden, bam, there you go. Yeah. So it's going to take us multiple days um, to finish up the modules and everything. Now, by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, it's out. But the time we're recording this podcast, mm -hmm. we're in the middle of three days of basically locking ourselves in the greenshirtpodcast.com studios, um, banging out these modules. And so today we actually did six modules mm -hmm. and uh, Payjack's wearing the same shirt in every module. Just know we <laughs> did a little laundry around here, man. Hey, I'm committed. I'm committed to the continuity. No, you pulled out your shirt out of the suitcase and it looked like it got uh, <laughs> that, that trampled on. It was. It was, you know, uh, TSA was not kind to my uh, my laundries, my, my, my shirts and whatnot. So, yeah, there's a couple shirts in there that are not pristine. So we picked the best one and we're working with that. We're with that. But let's go over what we talked about today. I mean, we're not, yeah. not going to go over four, four hours of stuff. No, we'll, no, we'll no. We'll give the cliff notes or the synopsis. Exactly. You know, because I mean, like first, you know, first and foremost, we talk about taking that dream that you have and turning it into a reality. How do you do that? You know, what are the steps that you do? And I mean, I think most of us can relate to, we put a lot of things off. Mm -hmm. So, how do we get, how do we get past that? And we discuss that. Yeah. Take an action, take action, you know, uh, other, I mean, some of the other things that we've gone, we were talking, we were even hitting on the boring legal legalese that you have to navigate when you start your business and how to just some simple steps on what to do first. Right. And then what's your next step. And then before you know it, you're snowballing into your, your, getting through all that red tape without too much headache. Uh, so and understanding what that red tape is and, and you really broke down the difference between an LLC and a sole proprietor and, and mm -hmm. an S corp and a C corp and all these different things. It's like, if you're just getting started, you're like, I don't know. And you made it really simple of the pros and cons of each and how to get started and how to get your banks open and all the, uh, legalese it's, 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 uh, technical, but it, it, it's important that that information is out there. Cause when I got started, I didn't know all of this, um, information. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's important because if you could get started, right, the right, if you get started correctly and move on, you're going to be able to jump these hurdles a lot quicker, get past them. And once you do that, it's not that big a deal. Cause a lot of times people get blocked. They see these things as hurdles and they're like, oh, it's not a little molehill. They, they look at it and they're like, ah, this, I don't want to go through that. That's going to derail everything. And then they keep putting off starting their dream or even like I keep bouncing back because it's, this isn't just for guys that are starting out again. There's a lot of information in here and a lot of value for the guys that have been in business for several years that may not have everything all put together. They may not have all their ducks in a row. And it, it, I think it helps clarify how to do that, go through that process and really start streamlining things so that you're going to be more successful in the future. Yeah. Because 
everything we covered today in the, you know, the first six or seven modules, it's the technical stuff. It's the foundation that you want to make sure all of these things are in order. And, and one of those is the target air, the target service, the target market. And is, is there really a need for this service that I want to provide? And that's something that we talked about today. And one of the examples that we shared is what are the successful companies in your area what services are they offering? And I, I use the example of Gibbs here in Atlanta. You can actually go on their website and you can actually see what services they offer. And so what that tells me is, oh, okay, this company's doing $35, $40 million of revenue. They're in my area that I want to work in and they're offering this service, this service, this service. This is public on the internet. And then you can actually, you know, um, find out okay, there, there is uh, somebody else in my backyard that's successfully offering these services. Right. And you offered so many practical tips, like websites you can go to to find out what the uh, exactly. folks are earning yeah. um, in that area because you'd rather work, you know, it, at a $400,000 house than a $100,000 house mm -hmm. in, in those neighborhoods. Exactly. You, you know, you want to find, you're, you're trying to build, if you, the sooner that you could find your target client, you paint that picture of who they are, you know, it, it doesn't mean like, oh, well, they look like Paul. <laughs> it doesn't mean like that. We, we're talking about other things like what kind of houses are they in? What, you know, maybe what kind of vehicles they're driving? Do they have the disposable income to be able to afford our services? And uh, instead of treating things as a commodity, as like, oh, we need to get this service done and they're looking for the cheapest price because they just need to get it done and that's it. You're looking for the people that would see value in it and say, yes, let's get that done because we we value our home and we want to keep it beautiful. Yeah, so it, starting from the, the origination is saying, okay, $400,000 home plus mm -hmm. in this area. And, and, you know, and, and get really detailed. This is my ideal customer and start, you know, start with right. that from day one and then build your business around that. You, you talked about equipment and storage and, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, where you live is and working. Elaborate a little bit on, yeah, on the importance of this. You don't have to be, you don't have to live where you service. There's, there's multiple ways of going about this and thinking about this, but you know, a lot of guys stumble they go, well, I live in this part of town, so this is the part of town I'm going to service. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to have that mindset. You, there's, we give away quite a few tips on how to navigate that, that, that issue and f find your ideal client and then be able to best serve them at their, in their residence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a fun day, John. I mean, it was a lot, a lot of legalese. And that's part of why I brought you down is because you, you understand this stuff so in depth of the um, business side of things and getting everything in order. And part of what you want to get in order as well is your team. Mm -hmm. It's your employees. And so we talked about how to hire an employee, how to get workers comp, how to pay all, all the um, things. Once you start payroll, most folks don't know that when you work at a job, you, you don't under, you, you see all oh, you got a paycheck and they deducted this, that, and the other. You don't really understand, well, why did they deduct that? Do right. I have to deduct that? How do I deduct that? Who do I pay it to? All of this stuff is so overwhelming when you're just getting started. You literally dove deep into 
how, how you pay your first employee mm-hmm. and, and each line item of what's expected. And, and, and all of this is, is what we cover today. And it, it's just really good. Yeah. So tomorrow's going to be amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, tomorrow's <laughs> not, not, you're not going to put me to sleep, you know, go, no. going down, uh, uh, you know, I mean, guys, we went deep into the technicalities and, and that, and the reason we did is cause I listened to you guys and you guys are asking me these questions. And so we wanted to create something that is so comprehensive that is, you know, literally use the word technical exactly. in, in the title of this uh, training program, because that, you know, that's, that's what we got into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like you said, some of it isn't sexy. Let's just be honest. There's parts of the, the of doing business that are just not fun. They're not, they're kind of boring, but at the same time, it's ne- it's a necessity. And I think, w- I think how we laid it out, it helps people navigate through it as quickly as possible so they can move on to the better stuff. Right. Absolutely. But the thing of the education is, is, is you guys could just send me a text and say, or a DM and say, Hey, what, what business entity should I be? Right. And, and I could just give you a quick answer. A mm-hmm. few letters or a few, you know, just a quick yeah. answer. Boom, 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 boom. But if you actually understand the, each business entity and its pros and its cons, and you, you actually under all, understand all the complexity, it's just going to make you uh, a better business person. And, and when you understand the, the various parts of your team, internal and external, you mm-hmm. know, we, we, we dug all around. Give us some examples of, 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 of building a team internally and externally where you're actually going to have lasting success in the lawn care business. Cause most companies don't do this. Right. For internally, it's, it sounds, it's, it's just a fancy way of saying people that you would, you would have hired, you know, they're really physically in your team. They're on your payroll. Uh, employee, so true employee, a, a true employee paid you the have, right way as an employee. Exactly. So, you know, they're, we're taking out your, uh, all the taxes are being paid properly. Your unemployment taxes, your, uh, workman's comp and all, all of these things, your FICA is being taken care of properly. Uh, just all the objections that people may have with, well, I, I'd rather just give them cash. It's like, no, let's, just go ahead and do it. And once you do it, it's, it's, it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, building your but team But most people properly. don't even know how to get, the, that's right, so intimidating. Right. So we wanted to actually put something together. It's like, okay, step one, step two, mm-hmm. step three, step four, step five. You just dotted your I's, crossed your T's and what's your line about the- And the lowercase, and the lowercase J. <laughs> that's what we really are doing <laughs> in this thing, for real. So you're, you're, yeah, you're definitely going through a lot of things uh, just to make sure that you're not also you're not pigeonholing yourself into just focusing on where your business is right now, mm-hmm. where your business has a potential to go down the road. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just wearing, say you're a solo guy and you just want one person to work with you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that works. You could do that. Uh, have, you could price things out and just anticipate for a one man crew or a two man crew, but really down the road, it's like, once you start realizing how you could put a two-man crew together and you see how much productivity you could get out of it. And then you go, wait a second, I could duplicate this. And now instead of just having the profits coming from one crew, now I have two crews that are producing the profits. They're paying for everything in the business. And this is how, this is how you started. This is, these are the fundamentals that you need to learn in order to start moving up. And there's a lot of people that say, oh, I'll never grow. I don't want to be that guy that has 15 trucks and all that. But once you start getting into it, it's addictive. 
and you want to keep doing it over and over again because it's almost like the secret sauce. Once you figure it out, you're like, oh, why didn't I do this five years ago? Totally. And then in addition to hiring employees and and working on our team internally, you also shared about the external hires Mm -hmm. and uh, share a little bit about how we can grow our team with experts from other fields that can really make sure our business is fine-tuned. Yeah, exactly. Like a CPA. If you have a CPA, I would consider that an external member of our team. Even though they aren't directly under our payroll, we do pay them for services that they render in order to help us uh, deal with the things that maybe we don't, we could learn anything, but maybe we don't want to dedicate all the time to learn all the tax law, which are constantly changing, constantly changing. They're, they're reading and studying and knowing that exactly. and they're, they're giving us the best counsel for how to um, do go about our business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just an example like that of, external team building, you know, you want to have the good resources around you so that, Hey, that's my go-to guy. When I have questions about this, it's like, yeah, your CPA is going to help you, you know, figure out, navigate the taxes. He's going to help you navigate. He, they could even help you, uh, with, uh, you know, equipment purchases and things saying, Hey, they're not going to finance it, but they could say, yeah, this would be a good idea based on the income that you're having. Go ahead and get that extra piece of equipment to help defer your tax bill. We, we want to reduce your tax bill as much as possible. Yeah, let's go do that. Or they might say, hey, hold off. We're not in great shape. Financially, we're not, we're not ready for it. Right. And their emotions aren't tied into our business like ours is. They can just offer, you know, true legal advice and help. Mm-hmm. And that leads into the, some others to have on our team. Yeah, exactly. We have... The just like the CRMs you could use, like you know, Jobber's a great one that you could use. It um, uh, it could take place. Not to say that it replaces people that are in the office, but if you have a, a very effective CRM that helps your office staff be more effective. That CRM could almost be like an external if you use it right. Because <laughs> at the end of the day we're finding guys that are in year six, seven of business that are um, basically doing what should have been done day one of the business. Mm -hmm. And and that's getting the administration flowing seamlessly through a software, getting paid on time, you know, a card on file. We we were talking off air, your buddy, Jonathan Potashnik, I think it was 2017. I'm watching him on YouTube. He's like, yeah, we switched everything over to card on file. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe it was 2016. I don't he, remember. He did that. I think it was, it was a long it was a time ago. ago. Yeah. And I mean, he's like, no, you know, no cash, no check. Are you kidding me? Everything's card on file. And, and, and we charge it on this day or whatever. And so <clears throat> part of this technical guide is, is to show the right way to do it. So you don't, you know, get year five or six and there are road thousands of dollars. Cause mm-hmm. if you get a card on file, from day one, you, I'm going to start your, your account, Mrs. Smith, and we take card on file and we'll charge it the day that we do your property. Well, now, every time we go into Mrs. Smith's property, you charge the card on that day, or in some cases, you can actually have them prepay for the whole month of ahead. Exactly. You're never owed money. You're always current with, right. with where you are. And so what makes that easy is a CRM. With Jobber, you can, you can get their card on file and charge it 
mm-hmm. easily the day that you do the service. And so just going over simple things like that. Now we didn't have the software and technology when I started in 2011, but even when the software and technology came out, I didn't take advantage of it. Our, right. our mutual friend, Brian Ring was, Bali, watch this. You know, he'd call, he'd FaceTime me, watch this. And he, he just, you know, showing me his cards on file and all his <laughs> money coming in. I'm sitting there, you know, giving him my sob story. And he's like, you got to get card on file, Polly, you know? And uh, <laughs> so anyway, we cover things like that of, of actually using a, a, a CRM can be a team member that you use mm-hmm. to, to, to get paid faster, to get paid on time and not, not have people owe you money. Cause you start day one, as you get a new customer and you let them know, Hey, here's our policy. <clears throat> the day that we service your account, We'll charge your card the same day. We'll send you the receipt. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll mow on Tuesday. You'll get your receipt Tuesday evening, and we charge your card on file. Very convenient for you. So we talked about things like that. Of course, um, you do your own bookkeeping, mm-hmm. but if you don't, if you're not a numbers nerd and you you get a kick out of numbers away, Payjack just. I mean, you, you <laughs> love numbers, and uh, so you do your own books. But for people like me, you know, I just hire a bookkeeper. Gulf Coast Booking, shout outs to them. But having that good bookkeeper, having a good CPA, uh, even folks like tax planners and, and uh, financial planners and attorneys, and there's so many folks to consider to build your team externally. It's not just you and your employees. It's a, yeah, It can be you, your employees, subcontractors, but there's also these other important components uh, to be on your team. Uh, you were talking a little bit about wearing a bunch of hats. Oh, exactly. You know, like most of us, uh, a lot of business owners start out with wearing, think about if you're wearing ball caps and you could wear so many for each thing. It's like, okay, sales, service, uh, you know, you're actually doing the work, you're scheduling the work, you're doing all these things. You know, for each one of those, you could imagine just you're wearing a hat and sometimes those hats could be extending all the way to the ceiling where you're like rubbing the ceiling <laughs> with as many hats that you're wearing. Um, the, the best thing you could do is just as quickly as possible, start taking those hats off and assign them to somebody else. To the Yeah. And that's what you talked about today. The right people mm-hmm. to, to have those hats. Well, guys, as you can hear, my voice is a little uh, hoarse from, from creating this fire content all day long. So I'm going to go grab a cough drop, a drink of the Aquafina. Hey, one day you're going to come to greenstreetpodcast.com studios and we might be drinking Essentia. Oh man, that'd be, uh, that's that fancy water you like, huh? <laughs> yeah, but this was on sale at Walmart. So it's well, Aquafina. There you go. <laughs> How about the food today though, Payjack? I, oh, uh, it was delicious. You made dinners? You made yeah. some burgers? Yeah. Swiss I mean, burgers? It was delicious? Well, thank you. I appreciate the, the compliment. And uh, the collard greens that you had with the sausage, that was very tasty. I Thank I was, you. I really enjoyed that. That was a nice, healthy lunch we had with blueberries. For uh, dessert. Yeah, my dessert. Hey, you want blueberries yeah. or an orange? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're eating clean around here, folks. Plenty of antioxidants and a lot of green leafy vegetables so that you get all the nutrients you need out of them. And then the protein to, from the... To celebrate our, our new uh, training program after we finished uh the modules tomorrow, which tomorrow, as you guys listen, will already be your history. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I was maybe maybe we'll go to the hibachi grill. Yeah, that sounds great. We got a Longhorn around the corner and a hibachi grill. What, what, what would you prefer? I, let's do the hibachi. That's always fun. Okay. Yeah, that's always. It's always a wild card, though. You don't know who you're going to get at your table. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you think about it. Do you know who your next customer is going to be? 
No. No, you don't. It could be, you know, could be good. It could be terrible, but it's the you same You got time. some stories on that. Oh, one. I do. But I'll tell you what, it's always, been, I'll tell you, it's always an adventure. And yeah. it's one of the things that even though sometimes it does drive me crazy, it's one of the things that I enjoy about all these businesses is whether it's, you know, a lawn care related business or when I do coaching, it's, you never know what you're going to get until you're in it. Yeah. So, well, hey, look, I'm going to get a sip of water, take a break. We're going to hear from today's show sponsors. And uh, coming up, we'll have more with John Pajak from Indiana. There you go. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Welcome to Atlanta, Payjack. Is We're it good. Recorded? Yeah, it's recorded. Okay. Um, <laughs> not the first time today. Hey, I just want to. I just want to make sure we're, we're. We're. You know, when it's red, we're. We're good. <laughs> we only had one time today. I forgot to hit record. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know. I don't even remember if it was recorded. It was just we had. I forgot to record it on my computer. That's, That's what, it was. what happened. It was a technical difficulty. We'll just chalk it up to that. <laughs> yeah. Fun, fun times though at the mm-hmm. GreenIndustryPodcast.com studio. So what, what's you been? I know you've been to Georgia before, like on vacation and stuff. Mm-hmm. But first time coming and hanging out with me, man. What What are your thoughts on the ATL on Georgia? Oh, it's lovely. I mean, you really do have a nice little pad and the Green Industry Podcast. Dot com studio is awesome. I mean, it's it's a very nice place. Uh, you could actually get a lot of work done there. Uh, you should probably hide that from people so they don't start flooding here and trying to, you know. Uh, it it, it really it, it's a blessing, man. Yeah. It's it's uh 
new uh, little development we've had recently here, but uh, you're, you're, you know, you're the first person to get to experience the new well, opportunity with I me, man. I am flattered. I can't believe that I'm the first one. That's awesome. So that's, uh, it's very nice though, you know, especially like the grounds around here, the beautiful views, you know, from the, the windows here, we're looking out at the sunset. Uh, I was just over sitting the mountain. over the mountain. I was like, uh, you said your wife would love I'm, this, I, I did. I said my wife would love this right now. She would just be just so chill right now. And I love the fact that we don't have TVs in here. It's great. This is a true story, guys. So I was, it was probably January of 2021, I think it was. Or maybe, no, it might have been November of 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget when it was. <clears throat> but my book was not, my first book was Cut That Grass to Make That Cash. It was a story of, of how I started my lawn care business. And I had wanted to write this for like five or six years because I was like, I get asked all the time when I was hanging out. Um, well, I'll just give you the abbreviated version. The defensive coordinator, Atlanta Falcons, I would drive his wife and all his girlfriends, her, all her girlfriends to the game, to the, you know, to the, mm-hmm. to the football games. And, uh, they give me an all access pass. So before the games, I'm standing down on the field, you know, and there's Arthur Blank. He owns the Atlanta Falcons and there's the cheerleaders and there's, you know, Ludacris or whoever. They're just walking, you're just on the sideline walking by, you know, and the cheerleaders are flirting with you because they think, <laughs> you know, if you're standing next to a billionaire Arthur Blank and you got a badge on all access, like, who's this guy? You're like, hey, how you doing? You know, I got like, and I'm, you know, whatever. I, I thought it was too cool for school. I was like, hey, I, well, you know, I, I ain't got time for you. One of them wanted to date me. I told him to get lost. You know what I mean? I'm on (laughs) true story. I'm on a mission. And, uh, so, but anyway, people be like, how, how in the world did you, cause I'm hanging in the locker room with Julio Jones. He used to be for Falcons. I'm hanging out with his parents and usher. It's just, it was wild, man. Absolutely wild. The lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I was living. And then after the game, I drive the defensive coordinator home cause he's, he's exhausted after coaching a game all day. So the, the NFC championship, I was so nervous because I had to drive them home after the game. If they win, they go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they lose, the season's over. Right. And I have to drive them home. Regardless. You know, stadium <laughs> is in downtown Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. and I had to drive up to, to the suburb he lives in. <clears throat> so anyway, thankfully they won and, you know, they're popping champagne in the parking lot and hanging out with all of them. You know what I mean? People are like, how did you get here, Paul? And so I wrote it in a book because I didn't start like that. Right. You know, those are my customers, obviously, and, and many of the players and coaches. I actually started doing everything we talked about today wrong, not intentionally. I just didn't know, John. Right. I didn't know about the business entity. I didn't know about, you know, the CPA. I didn't know about who my target customer was and, and how I was going to obtain them. And all the things that we talked about um, today, I had no, I had no idea. Uh, I didn't have no technical guide. I just was driven by my ambition to try to make some money. And so anyway, I wanted to write that story for years and I never did back to why I don't have a TV. So I had a huge, you see how nice that TV stand is. It's gigantic. It's huge. Cause the TV was gigantic. Okay. I I went to Best Buy one day. That was the size of your TV? Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was, I went to Best Buy one day and spent way too much money. I, you go in there and just look it around, you know, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm walking (laughs) or I'm walking out with a gigantic TV that was, that was right there. But anyway, size of your refrigerator almost. It was, it was big, man. And, you know, I'd sit there and watch Baker Mayfield get sacked on that thing. Well, <laughs> long story short, I'd watch football on Saturday, 
college football. I'd watch football on Sunday. Then I'd watch a Sunday night football game. And then I'd watch a Monday night football game. And then Thursday? Thursday night. <laughs> I Honest to God, I was doing all that. I was mm-hmm. playing fantasy football. And I'm watching all this. And, and honestly, the Lord convicted me. He's like, you're, you're wasting your life. You know, these men in tights, they don't, what, they're living their dream, but you're sitting here on your couch watching them. And I got so mad and I said, I'm sorry. And, uh, I, you know, here I am, I could be finishing my book. I could be doing something productive. So I literally took that expensive, expensive TV and I, I walked down, you know, to the dumpster and I just threw that joker in there. I don't know if someone came in behind oh, me. And <laughs> I'm sure somebody did. They got. I looked in there because it yeah. didn't shatter anything. I just I, I threw it in there, and I was like, I'm done. And so, long story short, and then the next few weeks, I finished cut that grass and make that cash. And 2021 was a crazy productive year for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, I don't have a TV in my home right now, and that's why. Because I a I was wasting time. Wasn't like. I was watching anything bad, you know, but it was too much of, right. of, of it. It was, it was, it was stealing time away from you right. from being productive. So that's, right. so I got rid of it and I've increased productivity and you saw, I got my little Bible next mm-hmm. to my prayer chair there. And, and, and I got, I'd rather read my Bible in, in the evenings and, and, um, spend time with God than, than, right. you know, watch football. Exactly. So I need to do that too. Now I I feel like, I just got to go ditch my TV because it does, it's, it's a thief. It steals time from you. You know what? There's only, there's only probably been two times I ever regretted it. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh man, what, did I, what was I thinking? And then I was like, well, you know what? No, it, it, the, the time that I've gained back, I'm um, getting closer to God, being productive uh, on, on these projects. I, I, I don't miss it at all. So right. I don't know if I get, when I get a girlfriend and hopefully, you know, she become my wife. I don't, Cause I don't want the TV back. Honestly, sure. I do not want it back. The TV stands nice. I mean, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. So I still got that sitting there. We got a road, our, as, as Paige, I call it the roadmaster. Hey, the roadmaster. Cause that thing has seen some miles. <laughs> it's it, called the roadcaster. I know. But he's like, it's the roadmaster. <laughs> well, Naylor I, don't have one of them roadmasters. No, he's, he? got, he's got the zoomy over there. He's like zoomy, zoomy, zoom. <laughs> Rookies just gotta be different, man. I, I told him. Him, Caleb, I right? get the roadcaster. Yeah. They laugh ah, and do some research, man. You got I'll tell you what, like, I think Naylor and I have a lot, we're cut from the same thread uh, sometimes because you might have the most popular device or the most popular thing that everybody else goes with. And then you go, you know what attracts me? I, I kind of like that other one that it's still cool. It still does the same stuff, but it's just different. I want that. Why? Because I don't know. Maybe we like the challenge of not being compatible with the rest of the world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I could I could see where Naylor goes, you know, where he's coming from. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad that you think it's cool that I threw my TV. I never I never realized like what my cleaning ladies thought, because, you know, every week <laughs> they come in here and they clean and uh, all of a sudden it's gone. Although I got new cleaning ladies now. Oh, yeah. And the little, uh, we're, Payjack knows I was playing football with a bunch of my yeah. neighbors today. The girl that was playing, her mom's my cleaning lady. Oh, cool. Yeah. New, new one now. Nice. The other company, <clears throat> when they started, they charged me 65 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then I get the most raggedy price increase text. It was like this book, uh, like a, a sob story of why the guy has to raise his prices. It's about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to raise my price to 70. And he tried to like guilt trip me into, 
it was it was so poorly written. I, I I wanted to just say, hey man, here's my price increase letter. Yeah, <laughs> take it for free. You 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 can send it to me, but don't don't send me that raggedy thing you sent me. And uh, it's just way too long. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes up to seventy bucks. I was like, whatever. They did a good job. I paid him seventy. Then he raised the price again. Uh, a second time. And then recently just raised it a third time in one year to a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And like, even when he texts me, it's like misspelled. Like some of the words are misspelled sure. and just, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to give someone else a chance. And so, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you the lady's name cause she didn't have, she, she's more like a Chuck of the truck, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, uh, she does a bunch of our neighbors and stuff like that. She only charged me 60 bucks and she did just as good of a job. There you go. If not better, actually, she, she did a really good job for 60 bucks. So, right. So you know, now you're going to give her the price increase letter and she's going to raise her prices accordingly. Well, I, I hope she doesn't, but, um, <laughs> she, you know, 60 bucks versus a hundred for the same, the same level of service. Mm-hmm. Plus I just, I just got mad. They raised my price three times, um, with like the, the unprofessional touch. Sure. And that, and, and you know, on a separate note, that's why it's so important to know your numbers, you know, going over all of these things that we're doing, you know, your numbers, you're not going to upset your clientele with several price increases throughout the year. You know, unless they're, if, so- if it, well, I, I can understand one because of, of inflation and gas mm-hmm. went from, you know, 285 it, to four, it was 430 something. Right. Um, Diesel's 535 right now. So that's, but I think they underpriced me originally. They didn't know their numbers originally. Mm-hmm. And then as, the guy's expenses went up. He was in emergency mode. But the truth was, if he would have said, oh, I'll do it for 80 bucks originally, I would have said, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I've never had a cleaning lady before. Sure. I listened to Fullerton on filter. He's like, got to get cleaner lady. You got to have your groceries delivered. You know? I'm behind the curve on this. I, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I buy my own groceries. I like picking out my own meats. Well, and, you hustled uh, the Aldi parking lot. You made 80 bucks I, off no, eight, those quarters eight, eight, in the car. Eight dollars. $8. I thought you said 80. No, not 80. Eight. eight. I mean, think about how many, okay. That's a, that's a lot of carts. How'd you make eight bucks at Wal- Aldi's? All Aldi's. Right. During the, uh, <laughs> this is this is when the pandemic really started showing its face. Uh, people, obviously, if you're familiar with Aldi, you know you pay a quarter. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> you go there, you have your Aldi quarter, you put it in the, the buggy. The buggy, it releases it from its prison, and then you shop with it. And at the end, you take it back to your car, unload your groceries. Take it back up to the front. You plug it back in. You lock it back up, and it gives you your quarterback. Well, because of the the stuff that was going on with don't get me flag, yeah, yeah. But you <clears throat> you go ahead, and people were just leaving their carts everywhere, and it was it wasn't just like oh I'm going to go get the money. I'm looking at it. And I'm like these carts are just banging into <laughs> cars, cars, <laughs> and you, they're taking up parking spaces. So I was like, well, I'll be a good citizen. I'm going to go and I'm going to take all these carts and wrangle them up. And I wrangled all the carts up and it turned out to be like $8 in quarters. So wow, 32 carts. That's 32 carts. I was pushing all those. It's a lot of carts, man. And I uh, thought you said $80. No, we're we're having dinner. That, that man, that would have been. That's a. That's what I heard. Three hundred and twenty carts. I would have been pushing. That. I don't. <laughs> they don't even there. have that many there. Uh, maybe mine, mine does. My, but, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but 
because <clears throat> they have two they they have them on two sides of the building and they're double deep so they're they've got quite a few yeah our well, I've I've tossed and turned with the cleaning lady thing because Doctor Frank's been getting on me. He's like, "You fancy, you fancy. Why don't you just clean right. your own place?" And it would take me a few hours to, or to, you know, at least two hours to deep clean the countertops, to to you know, clean the toilet, clean the um, shower, bathtub, mm-hmm. and everything like that. And uh, you know, I, or I could give that time to building my business. Exactly is is sixty dollars it's two hours of my time, you know, where I could pay somebody else who's going to do it better than me because they got the steam back and, and they just got more better Here's equipment. A, it's a perfect example of an external teammate. There you, you go. You're not using them in your business, but you're definitely using them in your personal life. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but then I'm like, would, is this Dave Ramsey approved though? Why is that? Why wouldn't it be? I, I don't, I don't know. I heard, um, what's his, uh, George Camel, the new guy. He has a cleaning lady. Okay. I, or cleaning services. Uh-huh. Excuse me. I don't want to discriminate because one time it was a dude. Uh, they always had a, the, the first company always had a different, it was a, it was a two or three person crew, but they, there was always someone different. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and I didn't like that either. Cause it's like, you know, I, I don't know who they are. And, and one, one time there was some guy and some gal, and then there's two different gals. There's two other people. And right. now with, with uh, the lady that I have, it's always the same lady. You know, I know her husband, I know her family, I know her sister, I, you know, right. neighbors. I just, I trust her in here with all my stuff. Cause you, you, you never know. They, they exactly. might, they might, uh, I mean, it's, it's just like when, like we show up on a, uh, a property, you know, people, there's comfort in people having the same technicians all the time. Right. It's like, Oh, you know, it's, it, you know, Joe and Lance are here today. Let's, you know. I, hi, how you guys doing? You know, they'll, yeah. they'll talk to them. They'll get to know them. You know, even if at first they might've been a little off, you know, they, they yeah. were like, ah, I'm just going to keep my distance. But then they do a great job. They're personable people. And, and then they, they are like, Oh, Hey, here's some cookies. Or would you guys want some sweet ice tea? Cold? Sweet tea. We're you in know? the South, man. Well, yeah, you guys drink <laughs> a lot of sweet tea down here. I don't personally, but yeah, I can't. Every <laughs> time I order, anytime I come down South, I always have to say, if when I order tea and I they they look at me and when I say plain tea, they they almost look at me like I'm an alien. <laughs> I'm like I I'll just have a coffee then a black coffee <laughs> that way. <laughs> they, there's no uh, no confusion there. Even uh, even though it's hot coffee in the 103 day 103 degree day. It's like it's safer to order a hot coffee than it is to order a plain tea down yeah. south. So yeah, totally. Well, hey guys, John and I have had a, a lot of fun today with the technical guide of operating a successful lawn care business. This really covers the technicalities, the the foundations, the right way to build your business, so that you can go through and listen to each module and really compare your business and make sure that you're doing everything the most profitable way, the most efficient way, the legal way, the correct way that you got the right people on the bus, the right systems, a lot of processes and systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to have those systems in place. They are bedrock foundation. If you, if you don't have systems in your business, you don't know what you're missing because it could just take a, if you add the proper systems 
<clears throat> to a failing business or to a business that is just a headache and you could find ways to streamline and make it more efficient. It's just, it's a, it's a whole new book. It's it really, it's, it's like watching a totally different movie, you know, uh, totally. And the way we designed this thing, cause as we were, when I say is months in the making, this is guys, we, we spent a lot of time to, to create this product. Mm-hmm. And one of the components we wanted to do was to bring value to the guy that's in year six and seven, as well as the person who's just starting. So the exactly. person that's just starting, it's like, Hey, please, we want to intercept you do everything the right way. Here's what is the right way. Exactly. And then for guy in year six and seven, cause you do counseling calls with them. Mm-hmm. I do even, and even beyond that. I mean, there's cracks in the foundation that have just, you just go with it and you kind of know, ah, I don't think we should be doing that, but just keep going. Right. We really address everything and hopefully that you'll make the proper adjustments because like a, a ship, it can just change a little bit, but right. down the road, it makes, a, yeah, it, it, you end up on a different continent. Exactly. Know? I mean, if, if it's, the ship isn't perfectly righted, if it's listing a little, you know, that's when it's like sagging on one side, it could affect how the rudder interacts with the water and like you said instead of going in that straight line it starts taking a, a, a wide hook and you don't notice and it you don't right notice away it. exactly and then and then we get the calls oh it's like, oh my ship is on the rocks what <laughs> yeah. happened we didn't even see it coming and it's 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 and it's an honor for us to help but what what's even more painful is like this crash could have been avoided exactly and so that's um, what this is all about guys. It's called the technical guide to operating a successful lawn care business. It's available at the green industry podcast.com. John, I really appreciate you coming down, flying from Chicago to Atlanta and uh, taking the time to pour. You have, you would truly are a teacher, like literally you've been a teacher. You have a heart of a teacher. I don't know anybody more detail oriented, Caleb Allman and Naylor and I, and, and, and many of our friends, we used to ask you questions and then you would sit there and you would get out a whiteboard and you'd be like, all right, <laughs> all right, let's look at this. Let's, let's, let's break this down. And, here's the blah, blah, blah. and you're, you're sitting there crunching all these numbers and you could have just gave a one sentence answer. So that's why I wanted to bring you down here to um, share your expertise. Cause no one gets more technical than John Pajak. And guys, I, w- I truly, truly, truly wish I would have went through this when I started my business it would have saved me so many headaches and, and made me so much more money. So absolutely. It's, it's, it's a, it really, this is a privilege for me to not only to have one place to put all this information out. It's, it's really like a labor of love in a way, because we're, like you said, where, where was this when we needed it? We had to, we had to, do it painfully. We had to bleed. We had to get hit in the face so yeah. many times. Well, or I mean, there, there, there was horticulture classes at colleges and the, there was some but, training out there, but right. there wasn't a technical guy where you can actually just yeah. sit down and, and module one, two, and maybe you want to skip module. Maybe you already know the business entities like the back of your hand. And, right. but, but there, you go through this and I'm telling you, uh, it's like going to college, but you can do it in a few days. Or even if you, if you got a rain day, you could just start in the morning and, and, and drink right. that, that uh, plain tea or oh, yeah. hot coffee and just crank <laughs> them out module after module after module. And, and, and we had a lot of fun. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun, um, sharing this information. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, like I said, it's, I believe this is a really good, a very good resource packed with a lot of value for everybody. So 
You can pick it up today and it'll all download immediately. All the videos will be available immediately uh, upon purchase. It's at thegreenindustrypodcast.com, my friends. Head on over and pick up the technical guide to operate a successful lawn care business, thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Thank you, Payjack. Now we're going to find out if your uh, bed works. Oh, yeah, it should be fine. I bought it on Amazon for you, so it's a blow-up bed. So (laughs) we ain't doing what Fullerton does, man. Him and Kalfas did a... They had a get together one time. Uh-huh. They slept in the same bed. Oh, well, they just shared it. They, uh, we don't roll like that uh, <laughs> down here. I mean, I'm sure if it was cold enough, you'd no, 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 no. I, I, I said, "Pay Jack, <laughs> I'm going to order you this thing on Amazon." So, hopefully, I apparently just plug it in the wall and it that, the we'll, blow up we'll, bed. We'll check it out. We'll see so how we'll, it works. we'll see how it goes. Or Pay Jack's going to the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> no, nah, we'll get you. <laughs> They'll leave the uh, light on for you, right? Uh, no, that's uh, yeah, that's somebody that's else. Motel Eight, Super Motel eight. Six, or something. I think. <laughs> Who was? They'll leave the light on for you. I think it's Motel Six, right? Motel Six. Well, anyway, they're I not don't know. Spo- they're not paying us to sponsor them. But so true story, me and you stayed at the Red Room <laughs> oh, in separate was, rooms. Yes, we did, and that was uh, two a.m. <laughs> and then the scratching at the window oh, was the other. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was uh, all right. Well, on that note, guys, you can uh, go through the the technical guide to operating a successful lawn care business at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. This has been a Jameson Media and Mister Producer production.